Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center. Where you will hear from people who have stories that once seem hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful, they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Stories of Hope. I'm Sarah and this is Brady. Hey guys. And this week we have the opportunity to talk to Adora, who just recently joined our Dream Center team. Hey, Adora. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing today? Good. Good. So tell us a little bit about your role and what you do here at the Dream Center. Yeah, so I'm the admin assistant for our Opportunity Village program. And so I really just get to be with the girls and love on them. And I work on their schedules. And I'm kind of just getting everything prepped for when our new director comes in. Awesome. How'd you get plugged in with the Dream Center? So I was, I had just finished up at Anderson University and I was looking for jobs and I just felt really called to the ministry and I just wasn't sure what that looked like. I knew I was um, called to missions and I just wasn't sure where exactly that was like the direction I should head towards. Um, I wasn't sure if it should be like short-term missions, long-term missions or overseas or just here because emissions can be anywhere so I was like okay God what does that look like where do I go what have you created me for Mm. and I was looking for jobs and the dream center popped up and I just saw how it was just able to help the homeless women in the area and I was like wow this is a great opportunity and I poured into that um, (laughs) job application more than any of the other jobs I applied for because I was like wow this is awesome and I just got to talk about Jesus and when I talk about Jesus I talk for a long time so (laughs) I just was able to pour into it and I got an email back and just got to interview and I've just been here and it's been amazing. So I yeah. love that. feels like you've already been here for way longer than you actually have been. I know. It feels like every, um, like the team as a whole, like this is a very unique group of people that just like have connected very well, yeah. really quickly. Um, and like we've got to, even the last few months, just with what's happened on campus as a whole, it's been really cool. So it feels like everybody's just like locking in and ready to go right away, which is awesome. Yeah. I love it. That's great. So tell us a little bit about your story, kind of what would it look like? You can talk about a time you met Jesus or like a time that you've had to walk through something Mm -hmm. that was difficult. Just whatever story you feel like to share today. Yeah. So, um, I grew up in the church. I grew up as a Christian, um, in a Christian household. Um, But uh, as I grew older and went to high school, I kind of strayed from my faith a little bit. Like, I've always believed in Jesus. Like, there's never been a time in my life I've never viewed Jesus as my Savior. And as I I approached um, high school, just a lot of those views kind of changed. Um, Like, I still always shared him, but I definitely was not living the Mm. life of a Christian. Um, And my, I just... I just was involved with a lot of, like, a lot of my friends was just in a place where we wanted to try a lot of new things, and, you know, I just, the group of friends I was with were not strong believers, and it was more so of me trying to share my faith with them, but you Mm -hmm. can only do so much, because the pull of the world can be really strong, and so I got really, um, we, like, started trying to smoke weed and different things like that, and just, you know, all my friends were doing that. And so peer pressure, that's what it is. There it is. I got <laughs> led into a lot of peer pressure, which I never thought I would as a kid. I was like, oh, I'll never do that. But you know, that's what all kids say. Right. So yeah. I just started uh, doing a lot of things I shouldn't. And 
um, I started dating a guy that was a little bit older than me that I should not have been dating. And that's really when a lot of things just kind of really started to veer off. Um, we were just smoking weed every day. I definitely was not living the life as a Christian. I was trying to share my faith with him and wanting him to believe, but I just made a lot of excuses for a lot of the things that I was doing. Like, oh, it didn't talk about weed in the Bible. Like, it doesn't talk about this, so it's okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, making excuses when you really know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. And so I was just, even in those moments, I was trying to share Jesus with my friends when we were all mm-hmm. high. And I'm like, okay, this, at some point, I was like, this isn't going to work yeah. anymore. And um, I just was not, I was, this, I dated this guy for two years and it was it started off fine but it really just went downhill um because he was not a believer and he he like he believed in jesus but he was not making any efforts to really grow that relationship you know what i'm saying and uh it just took a a turn and we it just got really hard um and it got to a point where i just felt really convicted and god was like Adora, you can't keep living like this. Mm. And I really just had to step away and be like, I, I'm, I talked to him. I was like, I am not smoking weed anymore. We have to stop sleeping together. This is wrong. Mm. Like I'm not doing this anymore. And it was really hard. And he stayed with me because, um, he was like, I love you. I want to stay with you. But he was not, do, he was only stopping doing all of these things because I didn't want to do them anymore. He w- would have continued to do it yeah, if I right. didn't. And so it caused a lot of issues in yeah. our relationship and he just became a really bad alcoholic and it was really hard because I could not mm. get away from that relationship with him and I was not able to break up with him and it was really, really difficult. And so I was in this battle of trying to live for the Lord, but I kept falling back down because of this relationship and it was yeah. awful and I didn't know what to do. And I, um, I had bought myself this promise ring and I had prayed and I was like, okay, God, if there's anything keeping me from living fully for you, I pray that you would take it out of my life. And that next day we broke up mm-hmm. yeah. and like, it oh. was crazy. Like something happened and I was like, I can't keep doing this anymore. And he said, leave then. And that is all I needed to walk away yeah. because I myself could not initiate that. But just that little leave then I was able to walk away and be free. Mm-hmm. And since then my life has just taken off because I've been able to live fully for Jesus and just dive into his word and Mm. build this relationship with him and my life has been changed ever since and um i was taking a gap year in between high school and college and i wasn't quite sure where i wanted to go and um there was this one day i just was talking to these uh group of girls um it was like they had just came home from college and i was just talking to them about like i ask a lot of questions so i'm like what do you (laughs) love about college like tell me like what is your favorite parts and all of that and They had asked me the question, if you were to go to college, where would you want to go? And for some reason, Anderson University popped in my head. Don't know why. I remember looking at Anderson a long time ago, and I really loved the Christian atmosphere, but they didn't have the major I wanted to go into, Mm -hmm. and so I just looked the other way. But for some reason in that moment, Anderson popped in my head. And so that moment, I went home, and I was looking, and I just felt really drawn to Anderson. So I was like, okay, God, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I'm going to take this step. I'm going to apply. I'm going to see what happens. And I got accepted. Like this was all very last minute. Anderson Mm -hmm. was just at their final time of taking applications. Like this was all in the Lord's timing. This was not something on my mind. It just happened. 
And so I just took that leap of faith and was like, okay, God, you're calling me here. I'm going to go. And I did. And so I just, I went to Anderson and it was amazing. And I was, um, I originally had a minor in Christian studies, but that first semester I, um, I felt really called to major in Christian studies and I didn't know why I was like, I don't know why I feel like this. So my, um, my parents were divorced since I was a young girl. And so my mom always had this, um, mindset of, she would tell me that I cannot rely on a man to provide for me. She said, you need to rely on yourself. And so I had grown up with this mindset of just making money of, okay, Mm -hmm. I, need to have a job where I can support myself. Like if I ever end up having a family and something happens, I have something to fall back onto. Mm -hmm. And so when I felt called to Christian studies, I was like, there's no money in that. I I don't know what you're trying to tell me, God, (laughs) like, what am I doing? (laughs) And it was really, really hard. Like it was weighing on my heart really heavy. And I just, I just talked to some of my, um, really one of my really close friends who's a believer. And she almost was like a mentor in my life when I first started believing she was the owner of the cafe I worked at her name is Morgan she's awesome and she just really helped build my faith and so when I took that step and went to Anderson I just called her and I was like I don't know why I'm feeling like this I don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and she told me she's like I think you know what to do she goes but I want you to know either way God can use you Mm -hmm. she goes but I think you know what I think you know the right path to take so I switched to Christian studies and I'm not going to lie. It was very hard. I underwent a lot of spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. and it was really, really difficult. Um, I underwent a lot of depression. I lost the whole group of friends that I had had Mm. the, from the semester before. And it just felt like my life was falling apart. And I was like, God, I don't know why this is happening. And it was, it was really hard. And so I just continued on, um, and did the best I could because I knew, okay, this is where I and meant to be like I'm doing what God's called me to be and Satan doesn't like that he doesn't mm-hmm. want us to yeah. do what God's called us to do because you have no idea the influence it could have on people's lives and so I just it it I took it was a lot it was hard and mm-hmm. I just had to keep pushing and saying okay God I trust you and I know I'm here and I'm doing this for a reason um and so I just kept going and I um I didn't complete Anderson I didn't go for all the four years I was only there for two years Mm. because it got really difficult and I'm not gonna lie Anderson is an expensive school I love Anderson (laughs) to death I wouldn't regret anything but it's expensive and I just couldn't keep affording it so I had to take that step away and that's what really led me here because if I had not taken that step back I wouldn't be here at the dream center and I'm like this is a job that I would have even with this degree you know and God's just been so faithful and I've just been able to see him move in my life and it's been awesome. Um, and then through Anderson, I've gotten the chance of meeting my now fiance, who I'm getting married to in May. Amazing. That's so exciting. And it's just so cool to see like where I was at in my life and that relationship I was in to God now leading me to this right. person that leads me so well yeah. and who loves the Lord. And when I when I got out of that really bad relationship, I was like, okay, God, I'm giving this all to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to push anything. I'm not going to look for someone. I'm going to wait for the person that you have for me. And 
that's what I did. Anytime I had like a crush on someone or a potential relationship, I was like, okay, God, first I'm giving this to you. If this mm-hmm. is meant to be, then allow it to happen. But if this is not the person that's meant for me, then take it away. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. I don't mm-hmm. want to have anything to do with it. And so when it came to the time that I met Daniel, um, I prayed about it and it was just confirmation after confirmation. I was like, right. okay, what's happening? And it's just been a dream. I mean, I feel like I'm in a movie almost every day when I'm with him. And it's just really cool seeing how God gave me someone who just like loves me and loves the Lord. And that's the most important thing is that we are living for Christ. And because we're living for Christ, we can come together. And yeah. Um, He's also so tall. Yeah, he's 6'4". He's pretty tall. (laughs) He is. He's so He's really tall. First time I met him, I was like, wow, you're, you're tall. Got it. Which is definitely a God thing too. Cause I was, when I got out of that relationship and I was like, okay, God, if I ever do have someone, I want them to be tall. Cause I'm tall, I'm five nine. And so yeah. I was like, it'd be nice to have a tall guy too. He's I was like, tall. Lord, I don't want to ask for too much, but <laughs> I don't want to ask for too ask much. Ask for too much. Well, <laughs> he provided. He did. <laughs> um, but that also brings me back. I forgot to mention too, um, when it came to switching to Christian studies, um, I didn't tell my mom at first because I was so scared. I did not because I knew <laughs> right. she was going to yeah, be like, Adore, you did what? And that's exactly what she did. But I had to get to this realization of, I know you, like I, I had to tell my mom, like, I know you told me to never rely on a man to provide for me, but I can rely on Jesus to provide for me. Yeah, come on. Mm. And okay. that's, that's really what it is. I'm like, if God's calling me here, yeah. he will provide. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like, but I know he will. And he has, and I'm just, I'm beyond thankful just for where I am today. So Adora, so like the kind of thing that I'm like kind of picking up through a lot of your story, it kind of like for me, like it kind of looks like a lot of like community of like, you know, the Mm -hmm. friends that you had when you were smoking weed, but trying to follow Jesus. And then you also talked about the group of friends that you lost from one semester to the next. So like when all that time and you you talked about like your your friend Morgan from the coffee shop. Um, so how was it? Not necessarily saying that you're following Jesus by yourself, but how did you like manage doing that and like staying firm of like, you know, this is what I want to do and then doing it. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it it, it was all God, Um, even from the start, because I feel like in most people's testimonies and obviously not all of them, they usually have someone that kind of points them back on track Mm. to living for the Lord. But for me, it was like that was Jesus. And like a big part of my testimony is the parable of the lost sheep, Mm. you know, like he left Mm. the 99 to find me, you know? And I just like, I resonate with that a lot because it's like, wow, Jesus, you sought me out. Like I was lost. Like I thought I knew you and I did not. And just seeing him like come save me from that. And it wasn't hard. Like I obviously, like, like I said, I would try and I'd fall down and I just felt like, like, Lord, please don't give up on me. Like it was really hard and he never did. And I thought he would, but I'm like, no, that's not who God is. Mm -hmm. God doesn't give up on us. Mm -hmm. And, um, like I was saying, like with Morgan, like I didn't have a whole lot of friends in when I lived in Beaufort that really were living for the Lord. And so I, just spent a lot of time with Morgan like and it was really a God thing there too she had just lost a really good friend of hers that she had been friends with for 10 years wow. and um so we were both in it and I had just broken up with my boyfriend and so we were both in this place of just alone 
Like we both felt alone. And so she had come to me um, after work one day. I was like, hey, like want to start a Bible study together? Like let's just, you know, (laughs) get together and just see what God has to offer. And so we just started getting together and doing Bible studies and we just grew really close. And I really don't know what I would have done without her, but I was in this place where I was just like, so on fire for the Lord and seeing what he had done. Like I had grown so much in such a short amount of time. Like I was like, this is crazy. Just seeing how different I had become in like that, like it's crazy. And I just, um, when I was working at the cafe, I also worked at a seasonal job. So I would take some time off from the cafe and I would work at, it's like a little horseshoe crab lab. Yeah. Since we're on the coast, we're near all the, yeah, it was really cool. So when I was there, I would just invite people like, hey, we're having a Bible study Wednesday night if you guys want to come. Like, you know, just inviting people and people showed up, people that didn't even know the Lord. Mm. And it was just really cool just seeing God work in Mm. that place. And so we would um, open up the cafe at night after closing hours and just Mm. hang out and just read God's word together. And some of them got saved and it's really cool to see how God's worked. Mm. And you know, some of them, like after I left for Anderson, Morgan still has continued holding these Bible studies because they all want to come. And there's this one guy that goes and he doesn't even believe in God, but Mm. he still shows up every week to ask questions and listen. And so like, I know God's going to work in him. Yeah. And if he's, and if he's showing up, then like the Holy Spirit's already started to put something in his head of like, Hey, this is real. Keep learning about it. Like, even if he doesn't realize what's happening. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's so cool. Absolutely. It's, it's so cool. It's incredible to see. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just, I'm so thankful for Morgan because she has been such a big part of my life. Like Mm. I really don't know what I would have done without her, you know? And I really do think God brought us together to be able to, you know, grow. And it was awesome. Um, and then when I went to Anderson, I had become, um, I, again, I'm four hours away from home and I had some friends that were also from Beaufort there that I'd hang out with and I um I'd hang out with them but none of us were like super close so it was just like hey we'd go like do the little events at school together but I was like I was really looking for some friendships um and I uh befriended a lot of the girls that were on my hall and it was really awesome and Mm -hmm. I was like oh this is amazing like I feel so loved like I'm surrounded by these group of girls that just make me feel loved but they had a lot of friends and I don't think they could really juggle mm. all yeah. of it. And mm. then it came out to, uh, later on, it just became a situation where they were like doing things behind my back without me. And that was really hurtful and just stopped hanging out with me yeah, after right. a while. And I was like, Lord, like it was after I became a Christian studies major. And I really do think it was like spiritual warfare. Like, I don't know if they ever did anything intentionally or I don't I, like I don't know yeah you know but it was hard because it's like that whole friend group was just gone and I was alone and I didn't know what to do like I tried to continue like it was it was hard because I was going through all this and I just wanted to seclude myself in my dorm room and just mm-hmm. spend time with God like Lord all, all I all I need is you you know like no matter what like right. I know you're there for me yeah and um so I would just really turn to him a lot and just be like, God, I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. Um, but I'd find myself going back to Beaufort a lot. A lot of weekends I was just driving back and that's right. a lot of driving, yeah. like four hours down, four no, hours you. back. And then when I'm home, I'm driving all around Beaufort yeah. cause I'm like, it's so pretty. I miss it. And 
it, it was a lot of driving. And so I got very sick of that drive very quick. But yeah, yeah I just... I don't know. I just kept continuing on. And then I met Daniel and Daniel was with me through one of the the hardest parts. And Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for that. And I, like I said, like, I think God sends us people when it's time. Like he sent me Morgan and then he sent me Daniel Mm -hmm. and Daniel's my best friend. And I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Well, other than Jesus, but (laughs) yeah, I think there's also so much encouragement in Jesus's life on earth to where like, he had 12 great friends. I'm sure he had obviously way more of like, you know, aside from the disciples, the Marys and the, you know, all the other ladies that were part of his ministry as a whole. Like there's so many more people that were involved than just the 12 that were with him for his yeah. ministry. But also like he came down here knowing that like half of those guys were going to like turn their back on him in mm-hmm. his yeah. hardest moments as a human. And when I look at relationships and friendships and all these different things, I'm able to see, like, look at the New Testament and be like, regardless of that, like, Jesus still chose these people the whole time and knew what was coming for him in regards of, obviously, death and, like, being able to provide for us. But also that, like, Judas would betray him and Peter would turn mm-hmm. his back on him and just so much. And they they probably doubted him, like, all these things. And yeah. he still was like, it's worth having these people around so even through my life, when I look at relationships that failed and friendships that are no more, like I, I have no reason to, but to look back and say like, all right, thank you that I yeah. get to learn from whether it's how to navigate friendships differently or whether it's how to keep my heart safe in a new way or whatever it is. There's so much, even through the pain, like, I don't know that I would change much of relational like conflict that I've gone through in my life yeah. just because of course, ultimately it's worth it. Like it's yeah. helped shape me today. Yeah. So 100%. Like I, I often look back at my life and I'm like, I wouldn't change a single thing about mm-hmm. my life because I would not be who I am today. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Great. I think that should show the Lord's kindness of taking any bad situation and making something good out of it. Yeah. yeah. And if, if you didn't make something good out of it, if you didn't become, you know, a better version of yourself or a mm-hmm. stronger follower, then bad stuff would just happen just simply because they happen, you yeah. know, like there would be no good from it. Yeah. I think it just shows his kindness. Once again, his sovereignty over everything. I love that's the common thread in a lot of these podcasts. <laughs> Most just, of the episodes right just now. Just his sovereignty. I love it. Covers everything. It's mm-hmm. kind of great. So what's the like the number one thing that you would look back on and tell, you know, high school adore? Like, what is that thing that you like could go back and say, hey, just remember this or know this? Like a piece of advice. That Jesus loves her no matter what and that he's not going to give up on me yeah you know because i i felt like that but he time and time again showed me he wouldn't but i just i guess would remind myself of that but like i would love to go back and tell her differently and say like hey like don't do that like it's not worth it but i wouldn't be who i am right now like if that had changed like as much as i'd love to tell high school adora like hey don't go do that with your friends or hey Mm -hmm. don't go date this guy i don't know who i would be standing here right now like if it wasn't for the things i had gone through i would not be probably sitting here with you guys today you know and i'm i know like the lord would have obviously like kept moving in a different way but i'm i'm really happy with where i am and where Mm -hmm. god's put me and with the people i'm surrounded by and i it's as much as the pain hurt through it all God's healed me from all of that yeah. you know like I can look back and it's it's heartbreaking mm. 
but I've, I have Jesus with me. Like I have the joy of the Lord in my heart, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It also is a perspective change of like, not like you just said, not want to change anything, but if I could give myself a clear picture of Jesus in my heart Mm -hmm. and my life now, if I could give that to myself when I was eight years old, I'd be like, just get it quicker. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want anything to change to this point, but like if I could just experience and have the revelation of Jesus in my head and heart yeah. way earlier i'd be like that's the only thing i would do is but hey just do it faster because he's amazing <laughs> you know that's like so true i wouldn't i don't want to change any of the life circumstances but i would love to change like the time with the lord that i could gain back yeah in my personal even if i still went through all the stuff yeah so yeah i guess i could like give myself a little glimpse of yeah. hey here's what's got here's what god's done yeah you know mm-hmm. in your life and who he is and all the things he's created you for that he will continue yes. growing me through life. That's great. I love that. Yeah, beautiful. So what's the thing that you're praying through right now? Like, What are you hoping for, expecting? What are you excited for coming up? I know like obviously the wedding. Yeah. Aside, Aside from the wedding. Aside from the wedding. <laughs> well, hanging um, fruit. <laughs> just like with you and Jesus, like what, what, what are you praying for? What are you excited for? Yeah, I guess just moving forward, like obviously, yeah, I'm getting married and just looking at future things like buying a house like those are all worldly things but i Mm -hmm. guess just like praying for my future family like i don't know when that's gonna happen or what that's gonna look like but Mm -hmm. like um just god keep continuing to move like i'm seeing what you're doing now lord i just want to see continue seeing more of who you are and i mean right now i've just been in this place where i'm just praying a lot for future family future kids if i have them because obviously i I want kids one day not anytime soon but i want kids but i'm just in this place of like i could start praying for them now like lord i want them to love you i want them to know you i i just this world is so difficult to be in you know i mean the world is so lost right now and it's really heartbreaking and so bringing more people into this world it's like lord i just want them to just show more of who you are so that's kind of what i've been in praying is like since i am getting ready for a wedding it's like i'm looking at all these future things that are about to happen this upcoming um year and so that's kind of where i'm at is just okay god as i'm in this place looking towards the future um let me just give them to you and to allow you to just put your hand over them and to trust you because it can be stressful like wedding planning looking at houses especially in this market Mm -hmm. it's stressful and so really just saying like okay god just allow me to keep trusting you in this like i don't want to stress about it because there's no reason for me to stress about it now when you already know the plans that you're gonna take like allow to take place so yeah it's beautiful it's incredible love it i love it so much Adora, thank you so much for hanging out with us yeah. and yeah. chatting through your story. It was really fun. It's been great. fun. Yeah. Great, great. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.